0: Welcome to Mirth Magic Mayhem, the AARPG's new actual play series using the Dragonbane RPG by Free League Publishing. I'm Nathan, your host co-GM, and I'll also be playing Brains, the idiot wolfkin thief. Let's meet my friends and fellow cast members.
1: I'm Malcolm, your co-GM, and I'll also be playing Corinne Reinsmith, the judgy halfling bard.
2: Uh, Hi, I'm Tyr, and I'll be playing Dane Ringson, a human
3: scatterbrain scholar. I'm Chris, and I'm playing Sigyn, elfin huntress. Hey, all,
1: this is Anthony, and I play Kurgan, and he wants to remind you you should go and get stuffed.
4: Hello, everyone. This is Sean. Now we'll be playing Baylor Banefire, Dwarf Artisan Specialist.
5: I'm Tim, AARPG's latest temporary double seeker probationary player. I play Quiverwing, the enchanting mallard whose spellbinding plumage shivers like distant lightning on a moonlit night.
1: Together, we'll explore ancient secrets of a long-forgotten empire facing challenges, and forging our destiny in a world where every castle, cave, and crypt holds the echoes of a bygone era. Get ready for an epic journey filled with laughter, suspense, and unforgettable moments in the Misty Vale.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Advanced Age Role Playing Gamers podcast. I'm Nathan, I'm one of your hosts, and we are playing Dragon Bane. This is uh, episode four. We've actually made it to four episodes. And uh, unlike last time... (laughs) I made two in a row. I remembered to... Press record on the video. So <laughs> <we don't, laughs> yeah, yeah. We will have video for this episode. I look forward so. to
4: seeing that episode. For
0: once, it was me that fucked it up. Mm-hmm. For,
4: for once, once. for yeah. once, yes. it wasn't
0: one of these fuckwads. Famous it was words. actually just mm-hmm. this
5: fuck up. I'm a
4: cannibal here. on the mic. I mean, come on.
5: <laughs> you've you've reached that age where you need the younger people to do the VCR to program the VCR for <laughs> yeah. you.
4: Keep
1: flashing,
0: Tim. You can you can program my BCR 80 day. Insert. Oh God, I think I think my head's deep cleaning. <laughs>
1: <Just laughs> <detect. laughs>
3: and we're out. Be kind. We <laughs> ride. We ride. You.
0: <laughs> so, Dragon Bane, episode four. Uh, there's a whole bunch of us here. Uh, not everybody's here, but but uh, we, we've got quorum.
3: Tony is with us in spirit. In spirit. And
0: maybe he'll show up. Who knows, a Tony? It, it depends uh, on you know, how, how much uh, black tar heroin he's gotten yeah. into. Yeah. He'll be in spirits. <laughs> and in heroin. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Dragon Bane, episode four, uh, Misty Vale. We're the, Focus! In the, the village of Outskirt. There's no heroin there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, at this point, we're, what we're going to do is going to run around and introduce characters. And then I'm going to hand the reins over to Malcolm, my, my co-GM, because we promised uh, that he was going to co-GM. And, and he's going to show me up and he's going to do, like, cool voices awful, okay. and shit like that. It's,
5: it's he already has. Go he can show you up mind. just by
1: being on video. I'm not doing any of this, but we're going to be fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, it's going to be great. But yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, introduce characters real quick. Uh, Corgan Stonehammer. Oh yeah, he's not here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am Corgan Stone Stonehammer. Stonehammer. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it. It. Go go same way.
6: The same it was like, way. Oh, I'm <laughs> so
0: confused.
5: Like Goat 3.0. I <laughs> speak <in> stereo.
1: <laughs> I'm serious. I just like I don't know. <laughs>
3: oh, that, that was, was awesome. awesome. That was good. Yes. I uh, okay. love you guys.
0: <laughs> so Tyr, uh, why don't you start off with those with the uh, Blaine uh, Bingson? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: so, Hello. Uh, Don't make fun you know of my friend, I'm, I'm actually not going to I'm just going to
2: let them do the, the voice of my character. And, you know, tonight, oh, yeah. Chris, Chris and Sean will do the voices of all the characters.
4: Hi, I'm I'm scared of girls. And, uh, and you know, my best and friend's a fucking dirty too. dwarf. Yeah, I <laughs> g- Listen, he's proving himself. He's, with a, he's living with the girl now. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, yes. It's, all right, <laughs> (laughs) All right, Right. everybody. Hi, I'm Tyr, and I'm playing Dame Ringson, a a scholar, a journeyman with the Guild of the Book and Candle, uh, out in the Misty Vale, uh, seeking some of the ancient wisdom of the Dragon Empire.
0: Beautiful. Uh, (laughs) Sean, why don't you go?
4: You've been talking about it anyway. I don't know how to... uh (laughs) surpass that, but I'll try. I don't know how
3: to talk about my own character. <laughs>
4: yes, let me talk about my own character. I don't know how to talk about
3: my own character. So now, fire the Hello, two. I'm Sean. I, I play
4: Bill Bane. Fire. Oh, what the heck? I'm so pleased to be around. I'm trying to sound like a really fucked up Dumbledore Maybe right you now. should
1: listen to the last episode you are playing. I, I, I <laughs> Malcolm, come from the magical Malcolm, realm of shitty-ass character I, creation I, roles. I mean, I last, be, last week you were like this Norman <laughs> Ben Mundagar, and this week I'm like, I don't know who
4: you are. I, I you know what, I, I, I've uh, I I cannot get this guy's voice down. I keep fucking up. Anyway, uh uh real quick, um he, uh, Baylor Banefire is a dwarf. He's an artisan, uh blacksmith. He his appearance is filthy and unkempt. He doesn't stink. I've decided, but he's filthy and unkempt being a blacksmith. He, he thinks that's his essence, and he is haughty. He's very. He thinks he's superior to everybody except Dane, who is his close friend. Um, and as you will see as we play, and eventually I'll get his voice straight. So maybe I need to go back and relate.
2: Dane understands that the that the the soot and stuff. That's the Drakar Nor of yes. blacksmiths. That's just what they do.
4: That is what the Artisan de Caronore is. That's where we pick up our cheap stripper dwarves at the stripper pole. Uh, so. And that's it.
0: Oh, beautiful. um, <laughs> Tim.
5: Oh, my God. How do I follow that? <laughs> Hi, I'm everybody. Tim. I'm Tim. You may know me from such...
4: I've been sober for five years.
5: Middle school health <laughs> videos as toe fungus among us, and why is everybody so excited about Mary Jean Rotten Crouch? <laughs> um. All right, so I'm I'm playing Quiverwing. Quiverwing is a um a duck, sentient, full well not full size, half size duck. So he's about the size of a halfling. Um, he has fabulous hair. He's got a good friend in the feathers. in the the uh, uh, elf huntress Siggy, uh, and we are out seeking adventure and fortune. And I have a backstory that the GMs don't read, so I'll just go with that. But now now. <laughs> didn't get
1: that backstory, but I think that's
5: just mm-hmm. complete. Yep. Yeah, out here basically being a murder hobo, trying to get money so that I can save my village. Nice. Oh, oh, he's a wizard.
4: Meh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have a union? (laughs) Uh, Alright, um... (laughs) Chris.
3: Awkward awkward silence. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's kind. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Sigun Uatavonvartia, the elven huntress. I'm sorry, the weathered elven huntress, uh, who's also friends with (laughs) duck.
0: Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Nathan. Uh, not all, only am I the uh, co-host and co-GM, I'm playing uh, Brains. He's a uh, what is he? He's a, a wolfkin thief mm-hmm. who's uh, may have been dropped on his head at some may point. Yeah, he's got this metal plate on his head, and he's uh, super dumb, but from uh, orbit? he's good. Yeah, <laughs> probably from Orbit. This probably remains with uh, the Tombaton. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so uh, uh, Malcolm, why don't you uh, introduce your character and then then start us off
1: Okay, I'm Malcolm and I will be I play, um, I'm not usually running um, a halfling bard by the name of Karen Rinesmith of the Saddlewood Rinesmiths and um, she's here to record the adventures of those heroes that should be remembered in the future and for history to unfold for her here in the misty veil vale, which has now opened up. It may not consist of the people she's with right now, but she's sure she'll meet people at some point in time. With the exception of maybe Siggy and, uh, you know, and Quivering. I mean, they've seen the stuff of legends. The rest, you know. <laughs> <It just laughs> there we off. are then. <laughs> Once again, she's an excellent judge of character. <laughs> so as we last left our adventurers we'll go with that. And uh, they were still in outskirts counting up their recent treasures having sold the equipment belonging to the goblins which was in the, not the best of uh, condition and though the blacksmiths were uh, was were pretty shrewd in some ways they were very generous in others but they the man- the, the only amount of money they were able to scramble from the supplies they provided or offered for sale was a total of eight gold pieces which does put the party ahead but not nearly ahead as far as they would like that being said they have of course paid for their last the other night at the inn and had a good meal and now contemplate where they will leave off in the morning either for the return bound or just to some random location they had heard about the rumors of this mysterious mound that was no more than two days march away, but that it contained, of all things of interest right now, treasure. But more importantly, it had been a possible lead to another piece of the mysterious statue that seems to be at the forefront of uh, their missions, particularly now that they've chosen to ally themselves with with a Group of secret truth seekers. I don't think we've allied
5: ourselves with them. We're willing to take their money if it makes sense for us. That's
1: (laughs) That's probably a better way to describe it. Willing to take their money if it makes sense. If
0: they're willing to give
1: it. Having your five, your eight gold, excuse me, and you've uh, been sitting at the uh, three stags and the uh, mistress of the. tavern has laid out a fine breakfast for you in the morning for those who are there. For those of you who are outside in the woods or elsewhere, uh, you can probably, with a little, no need of a bushcraft, but a little bit of bushcraft knowledge of your own, have been able to stand up a decent meal. Uh, not nearly as opulent, but will be sustaining less. Mm-hmm. The rest of you enjoy crispy bacon and fresh eggs and hot porridge and a little bit of uh, roasted potatoes. Yum. Ooh. I will
5: Bushcraft my way out of that.
1: You I enjoy love your potatoes salad and some rabbit.
5: Okay,
2: <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
1: yeah, rabbit's good. You you guys are pretty much you, you've eaten. You uh, you came outside and uh, miserable beast has been packed up with nothing, which seems to suit him well enough. He gives you his usual loving surly eye. That <laughs> wait wait what are those? T- what about that pack of ten foot poles that we bought?
2: Mm. <laughs> you
1: if you if you wanted to you could have you could have the ten pack yeah, the ten foot poles strapped to him, which means he's well not even he's last not his you know well strapped to him as you sit there most of the people the few people you see moving to the town' early in the morning that are out by the end do gawk at you as you have this one small donkey with just ten foot poles on it and nothing else lily of note know. <laughs> They Just see well, a few people passing coppers between one another as they look and point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, does everyone have rations? Does everyone have bedrolls? Are we equipped to go on a journey here? Yeah, I
4: have uh, food and water. Okay. <laughs> I have for food and
5: water, yes,
2: I Um I mean, do do they sell rations in the shop? Wasn't That's there? True. Didn't you guys
5: say something about a med kit or some sort of medical supplies thing?
0: The the merchant would have. I probably
5: have How much things. does that cost to, to get one of those? Because it enhances my role, right? Does it give me Does it give me a boon on my rolls or something like that to have one of those?
0: Mm.
2: Bandages, I believe, is what you were looking for. Is that what it is? Because that's bandages? what I have, bandages, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's bandages. No one will the let me tra-
2: teach with their wounds, but I have bandages. so it's
1: hmm. Well, it's always, okay. you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, i like people to know what they're doing. I, I'd like to take a couple more days of food rations if I could. But yes, but bandages um, uh, will prevent you from avo- avoiding a, a bane on your healing rolls. Without avoiding a bane I on your healing rolls. And you can get about 10 bandages for five silver.
5: Okay, I will spend five
1: silver to get 10 bandages.
5: And, and for some extra food?
1: Okay, for, um, let's see, for like travel rations or something? Yeah, food rations. Yeah. Field
0: ration is uh, one, one ration is one silver. Yeah. Damn,
3: mm. I got a fishing rod. All right. Damn, okay. mm.
2: I'm just going to buy two.
0: Oh, the rations like for, for a day. So, and that is a one quarter weight.
1: Okay. I bought two food rations. Okay. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Quivering, just so you know. There's mm-hmm. also the availability of things like um, herbal concoctions, which they cost about one gold per dose. But mm. they give you a boon on your healing rolls to resist disease if that's something. Or surgical instruments, which cost 15 gold, which give you a boon mm. on rolls to saving someone's life. I see them here. Most are currently outside of our price range, but, you know.
5: So basically what I do for you guys is worth 50, goals, 50 gold a pop. I mm. instantly give you 2d6 hit points yes. with, my, with my spell. That's worth uh. 50 gold. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Welcome to, your new, five. welcome to your new PPO, guys. <laughs> <laughs> How much
4: are
2: they going to charge you for blocking the enemy's swords with their bodies?
5: Yeah, so, so far that hasn't happened so much since I've been
4: oh, clearing yeah. the
5: field with my lightning. Well,
4: mm-hmm. we're going to be coming up with a fee schedule. Fee <laughs>
1: schedule. <laughs> Having bought a few days' rations, some bandages, and worked out a fee schedule for the new PPO, <laughs> the Quicksilver <laughs> healing package. Assuming you all qualify and pass the medical. Um,
4: I have no pre existing torches. Oh, no, I, I have one. Would yeah, That's right. one more. I'll buy one Do we more. We have torch? like racial bandages, like infravision and stuff. Oh, no all one stuff.
1: has the ability
3: to no, see no, the dark. Yeah. That oh. is the,
1: not even the Nightkin.
4: Let's get a torch. All right.
3: I have a torches in I already have a torch. Yeah, yeah so do I. I just realized
4: it.
0: Yeah, I have, I have one. This I was, go? I have I'll tor- start
4: looking at my character. <laughs> let
3: see. Do I have torches? Yeah, I do. I have a torch. <laughs> We've got the adventurers package.
1: Mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. <laughs> It would be probably, you know, like a good idea to think about maybe you're getting, like, a, a tent or something, but it'll run you about four gold, but it'd be a good tent that can fit, like, six people. And...
2: We can put A
1: boon on your bushcraft for making camp. So it might be a good idea to think about
2: investing in that. We can pay for that out of the gold that we just got from selling the orc equipment.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll make note of that. A large tent. Put that right on Miserable Beast. He's thrilled. Yeah. He can carry 10
5: units of weight, right?
1: Um, I think he also has saddlebags, but...
0: Yep, he's got saddlebags. Yes. So we set out.
1: Thank God. So you set out from outskirts um, as you leave the, uh, I guess it will be the northern gate. The Iron Forest is the direction they sort of direct you towards. Um, but you say it's about two days, two days march, and you'll hit the burial mounds before then and the outskirts of the eastern part of the, uh, the Iron Forest thereafter. Um, the villagers that are manning the gate look over and look down at you. There's a few more coppers passed between one another, and as you guys slip off into the wilderness, the road um, seems to proceed directly north. Um, this road is a you know still a remnant, probably, because of its large paving stones and fairly level though it has a bit overgrown here and there. Um, probably a stone road left over from the previous empire of the uh, Dragon Knights, but uh, other than that. And the mile markers, but soon you're told that once you reach a certain level two two standing stones, you were to head from there due east towards the Iron Forest. And overall, your journey is fairly uneventful on the first day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, weather is on your side, it is sunny. You see a number of and uh, the first day a number of travelers on the road who pass you by. Um, but quickly by before the in the, the second half of the evening by mid arc and they're on, the road becomes more bit more more deserted. There are no travelers. It's just you and your small party moving along the road only.
5: As evening um, approaches I will uh move off to we're heading west, right? So I'll no. head off to the. Oh, I thought we were heading west. Yeah. Yes, you are. You're heading west. Sorry, west. Okay. Sorry. So if we're heading west, and I'll head off uh, to the left in the south, in the in, in an attempt to hunt some game for dinner. Okay.
2: The
1: okay. roll a
5: a
3: seven. Bushcraft roll.
5: Uh, I have hunting
3: and fishing. Is that yeah? Are, are we by a, uh, a a water source at the moment or no?
1: Um. The thing is, I'd, I'd probably suggest you do a bushcraft roll if you plan on, like, setting up camp and figuring out that way you can scout an area, determine if it's going to, you know, be able to yield you something worthwhile or not. As a I can bird
3: assist bird. with that. I, yeah. I also have a bushcraft.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I can help okay. somebody set up camp. Yeah. I have a 12 bushcraft.
1: Okay. So I, I did a whole...
5: Uh, okay. So I made my... Is it a hunting roll or no? Or is, it, or is there some other... Another bushcraft roll I think, covers so you, that. So your bushcraft? There's a, there's a hunting and fishing. roll. They have the same bushcraft and hunting. It's the same value, twelve.
3: So Probably, you're, you're,
2: you're hunting. We're setting up camp. Okay, so got it. So, so I can bushcraft? help with
3: hunting. Uh, bushcraft is eleven. My hunting is fourteen.
2: Okay, well I have a twelve bushcraft. If somebody wants to help me set up camp,
3: I have a six bushcraft. I'll help you.
4: <laughs> okay,
2: can I take a can I take a uh, a boon on the roll for the, for the help?
4: <laughs> sure. Yes. I will. I will do the. Oh, I found game. a stick.
2: Um, I, rolled, I rolled a three and a, a demon, so I'm going to take the three. <laughs> oh, that's nice. good okay. idea. I, I kind of want to take the demon just so I can check off the thing, but I also don't want us to have a crappy night.
3: So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as we've learned from Dork Day Afternoons camp setups. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh.
1: So yeah, um, so, oh, this is how the tent goes together, and so, so you're able the, to get the tent. Find a recent place to get some some water nearby that's fairly, I have an looks, extra that stick. fairly clean, as well as a place to dig the retreat that doesn't lead into the water. Um, also find a good place, job,
2: brains. Good job. A Nice patch mm-hmm. where uh- you, you oh. dug the latrine.
0: That's my that's where I'm sleeping.
2: Oh, <laughs> you could sleep in the tent with us.
0: Oh, 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 okay. And oh, we can just
2: we can just we can use that for for bodily functions.
0: But this is where I was going to sleep. But,
2: but you can make one in the tent, it's fine.
0: We could <laughs> just
1: let him dig another hole. Yeah,
0: mm, okay. <laughs> so we, we, you,
1: you... Brains, want to, why don't we dig another poop poop hole my... for us somewhere where you where, do you... where do you point? I don't know. I don't do this bush anything. Oh Over there. Over there. Yeah, behind that far. Behind that bush. Go okay. On. But you're not okay. going to sleep in that. We're going to pee in the one behind the bush. Right? Is that what you're saying? Okay. You yes, just yeah. pee on a tree. I'm, just gonna, just I'm, to pee everywhere. I'm going to pee go in a tent. Mm-hmm. Alright. I got a fire going. So... You guys move off into what appears to be just like you know a small little of trees or that's not exactly obviously is not the iron forest itself but just a small uncut you know and, and you know sort of small forest or small growth of trees that's grown around here and looking for some game. Um, I believe you. Made your roles? Is that correct? No.
3: I did. Mm-hmm. I did as well. All
1: right. And you're able to find a uh, a couple of good you know a couple of hares. Um, so and. Uh, and that's pretty much all you find in these woods, as far as it's good to you that you're able to capture in this thing. So you get about six of those.
4: Mm. So They're, good size, They're good
1: size, though. We're gonna be, and you suspect it's probably because of the you know just because of the season. It's spring, and you know you probably have to go further in this forest before you start running into larger animals. Anyway, but uh, you're able to come back and have a decent meal of fresh rabbit as well as. Uh, Anyone wants to share their their rations from before? You can mix that with it, but you don't need to. This will pretty much suffice as far as what you found, and you probably found some extra some tubers that were like you know they were edible and they could eat as well. Brains found those. <laughs> it's just a stick.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, comes a simple question of: Do you set up watches for the night, or just trust that nature will mind its
3: business since you are what? minding yours? Um,
2: I, I will I will take first watch.
3: I'll sleep in between the fire and the tent. I'll sleep on the other side of the tent away from the fire.
2: Okay. I'll take first watch. Okay.
3: I will take
2: 1st
0: yeah, watch. No, okay. yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch. I'll I'll watch after you.
1: All right, Brains. The night, for the most part, passes without incident. At least for most of you. It is only in the early morning when Baleon fire is taken over the watch and is sitting there waiting for the sun to creep over the northern mountain or the western eastern mountains. <laughs> 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 sun works the same way, sorry.
4: <laughs> doing my morning calisthenics.
1: Ugh. It's when he sees it. Or sees him, he thinks. through the trees... Just beyond the camp, as light is just beginning to break through, you see the tall rider on his horse. You know he's armored just from the glint that you can possibly catch. What's unnerving, though, is the way his horse stabs and the glow in their eyes.
4: Oh, well, I leave. Where do you go to? I just leave them. I don't know. It's like, you know. I figure, you know... Oh, wait a minute! I'll, I'll drag Dane with me. Excuse me, Dane with me. I say, shh, Dane, come
1: on. Oh, I, I've done this before. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> look, look over there. What are you? Well, he's inside the tent, and you're oh, yeah. not. So you go in the tent, you get Bane, and you come back out. All right. the rider down there. and the horse are gone. What?
4: Dun, dun, dun. Perhaps it was a. Perhaps it was a vision. I, I saw I w- a rider. An armored rider on a horse with glowing eyes, baleful eyes. Oh. Almost like a bane fire.
2: Well, we can start breakfast and check for tracks in the morning when the sun is r- risen. Oh, we could sleep in.
4: Yeah, go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to go check it out. I'm okay. going to check
1: it out right, I'll I'll cover his
2: back, I'll have the bow out
4: I'll head down with my axe, trusty axe
1: well, The sun continues to rise so a bit more light enters the area and you slip over to where you think you saw the horse Now look around now, Looking around the ground you only see one set of footprints, <laughs> hoofprints actually, it appears to be a horse that was standing here the reason you can see it is that the grass that's standing on is dead. And I
4: reach down and cautiously touch it if it's cooler. Or. It is cold to the touch. Okay. So let me get this straight. It's a horse with feet, like human no. feet. That, horse. Oh. Your hoof, hoof prints.
1: Okay. <laughs> there are four hoof So They buzz walking walking And apparently it's standing there. So, so Jesus standing.
4: is a
0: horse in, in this uh, game?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> well...
4: Hmm.
1: As a rustling okay. that brushes behind you. I stole my axe.
4: <laughs> no, I just turn around and, uh, like, a little, like, like, you know, ready, prepared to fight, like, it's probably it's coming to get me.
1: Yeah, and the squirrel moves about its business. Tell oh. me, go on. <laughs> the rest of you wake up with your watch gone. Apparently, they have
3: taken off somewhere. I <laughs> will head back.
0: Where did, where did everybody go? Did they leave?
3: They're, they're, they're less a watch and more a leave. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they left you some. <laughs> can well, take, I? A,
5: take a morning swim in that reasonably clean water that you said we found. Can I either
2: make a, a beast lore or uh, myths and legends sure. for uh, a, a creature that would either cause an extreme cold or cause something death to the vegetation around it? Some sort of death horse, death rider? <laughs> sure. You'll
1: okay. Which, which would you like? Probably myth and legend would be more appropriate. All right.
2: I rolled a five on my 13, so yes, I passed.
1: You have heard. It is a sign of an omen, either of death or of some coming evil, when there is a mounted knight that is seen, either from a distance and so forth. It can never quite be reached, But whatever, but, you know, he's, he and his horse are not of this world and are set by some dark power to look on the path that he will be taking when he enters it.
2: I'll I'll, re- I'll relate this back to the group and say... I uh,
1: no, relate the
4: uh, dead, you know, dead grass, cold it, hoof
2: it's prints. S- it's simply a superstition of the hill people, but several of their superstitions have been proven to be true, so...
3: Superstitions don't often leave hoof prints.
0: Oh.
1: That's where I was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: I don't care about it.
0: I'll, I'll take him on
3: single-handed.
0: I don't care about some stupid knight oh, yeah and stupid horse.
4: Well, I'll back you up. Oh, tracks. It's good to have somebody in front of me taking those things, please. Yes.
5: Okay. So they ain't from around here.
0: I'd rip off his armor
3: piece by piece.
0: Okay.
3: If you want. Bury it in the yard. Yes, we know. I'll start packing
2: (laughs) up the tent while everybody's making breakfast.
3: You're making a
0: joke about me.
3: I don't think that's true. Quick, distraction. Throw a stick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Squirrel
1: with a uh, sort of uh, meager breakfast of a leftover, or any leftover wrapper, if there was any, and uh, some rations of maybe some cereal or whatever, you guys have a breakfast, break camp, and be continuing your march west towards the uh, Iron mount, Iron Forest. So, as we're, as
2: we're, mm-hmm. as we're traveling along, I, I'd like to ask our bard friend if, if uh, they've ever heard of the Sword of Ulm before. I- Yes. Just, you know, we we were told about this, you know, about this sword from the gentleman on the hill. And uh, it sounds very interesting that it would be located in the very village that we were at.
1: Well, that village is built on the ruins of what he says was an important city back then. But, I mean, what I heard of this sword isn't quite the same as, well, what I mean to say is basically there is a sword has been spoken of that's supposed to have some great power, but often it's wielded by a number of different heroes. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, say a maybe there's a dragon riding knight, yes, I mean there is that song, but that's that's all about it. Like I said, it's just one of many songs that feature a magic sword.
2: It's true, I've read many legends of it.
1: And usually it's not the full name, which is kind of I mean, I never heard the un part, just the Durum, that's it as yet. Mm. But it is interesting enough. I mean, I'm, I must say, I, I am definitely intrigued.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I just don't... I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, I mean I've heard the sword of Durum, the enduring sword, so I maybe that's just to play on the same words or something, but nothing more than I know that. Okay. Um, can I, can I um,
5: while we ride... For a stretch, I'm using the terms in the book. At our beginning stretch here, do you guys mm-hmm. mind if I uh, handle the, the statue? I'm going to see if there's got any magical properties on it. I'll, I'll pass it over. Is there anything else happening during the first, well,
1: the how first the leg stretch? of your. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Again, with the seven. I made it by eight.
1: Okay. As far as what you can tell, there are no overt magical properties, of the statue, as far as, like, it doesn't glow or anything like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Or there
1: doesn't appear to be any hidden inscriptions that you can see at this time. And I say this time only because you suspect that there must be some enchantment that has preserved it so well. Even in fragmentation. And it's, you know, like it's, it's broken, but the pieces seem very clean. And even when you looked at, you know, remember you remember Bain's, and you remember Dane's sketch of the completed statue, and it didn't require him to make any type of sort of imaginary leaps as far as what would wear, as each piece even depicted on the map seems complete. Where normally there would be normal breaks and wears and tears, and this statue just seems to have been almost it was designed to break into pieces and possibly then come back together, but. Other than that, there's nothing else you can discern about its nature. Okay.
5: Give it back to Dane. Okay, I'll store it away. Okay.
1: But yeah, just just you know, a, a stretch is like 15 minutes. And a shift is like six is like is like you know is like you know six hours. Six hours.
3: So okay. And what kind of uh, wildlife do we note in this terrain, like? Is it just small animals and birds? Is it uh, do we see signs of larger animals?
1: Once you get beyond the, uh, once you know, I mean, that small little like you know cluster of trees only, only can hold so many animals as far as sustainable, mm. uh, and then you open as you you know it opens it's like it sort of opens up to some fields, some wild growing fields, and then you can see a greater forest coming up ahead. Uh, do we pass um, our
0: farms s- or?
1: You did the first day, you did pass some mm-hmm. outskirts farms. They were no more than about a you know, about no more than about a nothing outside of the like the first half of the day leaving outskirts, there were some farms. You saw farmers on the road and people moving. The second half you just pretty much opened up into wilderness. You did see some, you know, some some signs of civilization in the past, like some mm-hmm. partial overgrown stone worker ruins. There's like, you know, occasionally you even find like what you believe after some you know, just some sort of moving, like what appears to be like mile markers, basically large stone pillars, um, even terrible disarray. But having sort of that same crown, double horn motif that you saw in the statue cresting each mm-hmm. one of them, um, you suspect they probably were at regular intervals at some point. But they've either fallen and repair, disrepair, been destroyed or lost forever. And so there's, you do see them occasionally, but, you know, that's the only thing you see. And the road, as you move away from outskirts, gets, becomes more overgrown. Like you suspect, the road is still there in some ways because there's no vegetation growing up to a certain point, but it's just been covered over by smaller grasses and moss and so forth.
3: But yeah, specifically on, on the second day, looking for what, what kind of wildlife is around. On the
1: second day, in like the fields before you get to, mm-hmm. are going to be just basically wild overgrown open fields, you will encounter larger wildlife. they will be like, you know, groups of deer, and they occasionally have evidence of foxes and small, you know, there's small rodents also running around a large plethora of birds varying from size to small sparrows, to as large as maybe some wild, you know, wild turkeys you've seen <laughs> running through. Um Nothing of it, as far as, like, the larger elk and so forth, probably once you reach the forest, you'll encounter things bigger than that. But decent, you know.
0: From this far out, how visible is is the forest? Is it, like, like what's this ironwood or iron forest lo- like look like from afar?
1: From afar, it's almost like you can you can see the green, kind of like a series of hills that come first. You have a small, you know, some small forest here opens up into fields, and you can see hills going up. And then you can see the forest in the, in the distance beyond that. It seems to rise up, obviously a large area uh, coming up ahead, but it seems to be covering both hills as well as very valleys.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Five Gems in a Trenchcoat.
1: Excuse
2: me? Yeah? What's that? You want to know what Five Gyms in a Trenchcoat is? Let us tell
0: you. It's the adhesive that keeps the fragile pieces of my sanity together. Well, okay, Jesse. What it actually is is a narrative-driven TTRPG actual play where five friends take turns weaving stories through the tabletop game of their choice.
6: Of their
2: choice. Each season.
6: Each season.
2: That's pretty cool. We I
6: are. disagree. Oh, I feel it's the adhesive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you guys aren't all in a trench coat? No, we're definitely in a trench coat. How? <laughs> How does that work?
0: Get her. <gasps> farm caught. you can check out five games in a trench coat just about anywhere you get
2: your podcasts or you can check out our website at five games oh my
0: god they really are all in a trench coat
1: um in this the first least the beginning of the second day mm. um by the midday um, you mostly just have basically just sort of like you know maybe hunters trails and so sort forth of going through there. But it is a hilly country. But you do begin to see the forest proper in the distance. But also you see a series of what appears to be hills and mounds, which do not particularly look natural as far as you're concerned, Siggy. Uh, or you know, or you know, I guess even. Um,
5: Hoover, Hoover wing.
1: Hoover wing would notice this as well. That. The mounds you're seeing don't seem to be a normal sink, normal uh, formation as far as a normal sort of natural formation. And the grass, and they basically the forest does not seem to encroach upon all of that area. And then you begin to see mehirs rising up as you guys crest the hill and can see down into a small sort of valley of what appears to be burial mounds and standing stones. Um, though you were told you shouldn't reach this area for, we shouldn't reach the, st- the Ritter Mound for at least another full day. Hmm. Another half day, excuse me. And there is there are paths, not really full roads, but some dirt roads. And you do see coming along the path the first people you've seen since you know yesterday afternoon. It appears to be two old women pushing a wheelbarrow of some sort filled with something. But that is the only people you see. You've seen
3: no one. Clearly, though, these old people pushing a cart seem very out of place. They do seem out of place.
0: Uh, elf lady, do we take your things?
3: No, we don't take their things. You walk up to them. I'll get off the path and edge off in the tree line.
0: Mm, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll walk up to them. I'll
2: I'll
1: cover them from an elevated position.
3: I will prepare myself. Okay,
1: so just to give you a description, I mean the road sort of moves between the small little high little little, little rising hills mm. um, or mountains. Um, you can probably take the top of one of those mountains. Uh, okay. The grass is not particularly high on them. But you know, you could maybe crawl if you want to not be seen, or just take the high position if you want to just you don't care about that. Um Siggy, you're easily able to slip back behind the hills and, and find a way to get to them and get closer and get a get a spot or get a closer look. Um, there's also, you know, like I said, large standing stones which are here and there. They're toppled or standing that you can possibly move through as well. Guys, I'm sorry.
4: Can I um, can I see if there's anything like hidden or like the spot hidden only work for like items or like people? Is that like observation or am I wrong?
1: Spot hidden is usually for hidden
4: items. Um, right. Forget that, then. That doesn't apply.
3: Yeah, I was going right. to look for any sign that there might be others around them um, mm. accompanying them. If this is another sort of trap.
1: Okay. So why don't you... Um, I'll make a shot at it, too. That was case, it awareness? For that, for that, why don't you give me a spot hidden on that one? Okay. You know, see
4: do that. That's we'll, do. we'll deal with that, okay? That's a two. I rolled a one, which is a dragon. You got right. a dragon. dragon. Oh,
2: check it, check it so, off on your sheet.
4: I will. One dragon.
1: Dragon. So, one and a two.
4: Hmm.
1: At least we know all. <laughs> so, one thing, the things you notice, you two, who are so keen eyed and some keener than others, is that Siggy, you notice the very fact is they appear to be completely unconcerned about seeing the party on the road coming towards them. Um, with the exception that one appears to be sort of getting giddy, and the other one seems to be not getting very happy about the situation, mm-hmm. um, uh, they're they are. I mean, as far as their clothing, uh, they pretty be wearing some very basic traveling clothes. Um, uh, though they're they seem to have a large number of sort of like pouches, and and uh, in addition to that, seem to have like you know like one has like well they must have like sort of pouches in a slung bag, and the barrel contains all well, things turnips in it. <laughs> um, their shoes seem to be, and though they're worn, they seem to be well-made, um, but they do not appear to be armored, and the only thing they seem armed with that you can tell looks like a dining knife on one of them, uh, as you can see. The other one hmm. in place of it seems to have a collection of teacups.
3: <laughs> Does their hair okay. appear to be, like, Common to the attire of the folks from outskirts, or
1: um, in some ways, it's somewhat similar, but there are distinct differences. Like the like the definitely the cut of their their clothing is definitely probably a higher quality. As far as like it's rugged, but obviously made you know, but just a better, just not obviously made by a local person. <laughs> is this? But they this?
4: Close, I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. Good. This might be. Uh, and Teron the turnip
1: king we're coming upon. Now, now, Sean, the one thing you notice is that you um, almost didn't spot it. You know, it was like, it was almost it's it's kind of weird that you didn't spot it before but suddenly you actually realize that moving, you know, moving underneath the car and nearby there there appears to be a small black dog with oddly purple eyes. Oh, mm-hmm.
4: well, I will say be mindful of the dog. It has purple eyes. I can't get my voice right. Anyway, and... Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but uh, yes, and uh, they, they appear harmless, however.
3: And you pick up a distinct smell of cinnamon and sandalwood. Mm-hmm. Now, cinnamon and Are sandalwood. we close enough to hear that? Are they speaking to each other or no?
1: They are chattering one another, and yes, uh, because oh. of your good roles you do here, there is like, you know, obviously one of them is very excited. Like, I think they're, ad- I think they're adventurous. They're coming this way. Oh. The other one goes, of course, they're always coming this way. I will go forward. But as I understand, the rest of the party was in the road and was moving forward, and Reginald, I mean, a.k.a. Brains, you go loping up there first. Yeah,
0: and I kind of like... I'm, like, smiling with all my teeth and, like, waving, trying to look as, like, non-threatening. Like well, I'm, I'm in the grass going, <laughs> <laughs> don't sniff
3: the butts. Don't sniff so, the butts. Don't sniff the butts. This is well, going to go poorly. One that's the, there's one that's kind
1: of plump and one that's rather thinly built of the older women. The, the plump one waves emphatically and says, hello, and what is your name? Where are you going out here in the woods and why are you out here?"
0: I was going to ask you the same question. This seems to be uh, not the best kind of place for two lovely human
1: ladies. <laughs> she laughs, and the other one just goes, Simplicity, don't listen to his flattery. We're perfectly fine if we mind our own business and stay to the road.
0: <laughs> we were wondering, uh, uh, were you selling any wares? Oh, my! my name... My friends, my friends call me Brains because I am the
1: Brains of the group. I, I don't oh. call them that. Who calls them that? She goes, well, that's a great name. Well, pleasure to thank meet you, Brains. You. I'm Celicity weird. And this is my best friend. Well, I guess one of my friends. The best is, well, this is Perpetua. Perpetua Gristle. The other one just sort of stares at you with disapproving and judging.
0: Those are very <laughs> interesting human names. I like them.
3: Oh, that's cr-
1: well. Thank you. Did um, you? I don't really have any. Well, we have turnips. The mm, so material yeah. no one goes. We were paid in turnips.
0: <laughs> no, no, we can still no sell meat. Them. No, no fresh meat.
1: Oh no, dear! The farm didn't have much. They're out here in the wilderness, way out in the middle of nowhere.
0: Well, this, this is a- all
1: they. This is all they offered us for our services.
0: Is a- there's a farm nearby.
1: Yes. Um well you want to avoid the burial mounts, but you just go south. Mm. But so, the burial mount has the easiest roads to get through.
0: What what does what is With the, the farmers- wheelbarrow of turnips? Yes, I. I it, that's uh it seems like a, a lot of effort to for turnips to push a wheelbarrow for you must be going for miles. I mean
1: The other one looks and goes, I mean, the taller one goes, we are going a long way, but the very fact is we had no choice in what we were going to be paid. The job was important. The twins were going to be born breached. And we Mm -hmm. had to do something about it. So we came out this way to make certain they were born correctly. And they were. And we were paid in turnips, And now we'll walk all the way back to Shatton. The barrel of the town we're from, the village of Shatton. Oh, a taste of the dead foam. Reach. Are there
5: are there more turnips than our donkey can carry? No. Okay. No. So, how much do they want for the turnips? Who's got merchant skill?
0: Uh, are you coming up and asking? <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm- yeah. I'll I'll walk up. Yeah.
0: Well, here comes esteemed one of my-
5: esteemed intellectual leader. May I interject?
0: Yeah.
5: Uh, the
1: tall one raises an eyebrow <laughs> at that. Good. I thought he was surely joking. I'm back
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is my, my mallard friend.
5: Quiverwing at your service.
0: He poops weird.
1: Yes, yeah. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Quivering.
5: I couldn't help but overhear the uh the conundrum that you find yourselves in, having recently labored at a labor. And that you were oh, uh, paid paid in turnips. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are heading into the forest, and as a result, uh, may be in need of some turnips for stews and such. And if we could find a good price, maybe we'll lighten your load and allow you to leave here with some jingly rather than a wheelbarrow full of Ooh,
1: turnips. Jingly is that always better than a wheelbarrow of turnips. Yeah, the other taller one goes. Do you want the tu- Do you want the wheelbarrow as well? Ooh. I know it could be useful, but I don't really feel like dragging it
5: around. Hmm. We don't have much use of a wheelbarrow either, to be honest.
1: Very well. We can get you the turnips. Okay. How about we say ten silver or one gold? Oh the battle of the barrel of turnips.
5: Uh hold on. I actually do have. I have the skill. It's not trained, so should I try it? The merchant sure. skill?
1: Right. I Always feel that
5: oh you can use I mean. I feel. I rolled a twelve, I have it at six. Bartering, right? Okay, that, yes, bartering. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Sure. That sounds reasonable. The simplicity seems happy, and the taller, studgy one goes, Yeah, definitely you are the brains of the bench.
0: Thank you. Thank you for your assistance, Cliverwing. There's is
5: you- probably there's probably several days worth of turnips eating here. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. There is. Can, I, can I hear this interaction from up on the hill
2: or
1: no? Or just see it? Uh, you can only just see it. Okay. The other two who made your things, you guys can hear most of this conversation. I'm going to
4: come out and just approach them. Hello? <laughs> don't be afraid. It's only a don't dwarf. Be, it's only a dwarf. Oh, no. I'm it's not wolf, a goblin. Just a dwarf. He looks and smells kind of like a goblin. No. Not I know a, do don't, don't don't, a, a goblin when I see one. Hello? 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 Or bane for, so, How are you? It's, it's your pleasure to meet me. Yes, it's so great. Well, I suppose it is a pleasure. It's a pleasure yes, to one. meet you as well. The
1: other thing no pleasure, it's completely all yours. Of mm. course,
4: as it should be. <laughs> anyway, uh, i was curious, have you, is there any legends or tales of a, a armored rider on a horse with glowing eyes coming through these
1: woods? Well, they that one just sort of... Hmm, looks side to side like she's not really sure. The other one gets quiet and raises herself up to her full height. Not much higher than she is right now, but just sort of standing straight. It is an omen. A dark omen.
4: Hmm, that's what I understand. Why aren't there ever any light
0: omens?
1: No, they are light omens, my dear. I've never heard of one. But the omen of the Black Rider. Hmm... Not and did he vanish? Yes, yes.
4: Allegedly he did vanish.
1: When more unlikely it is, what is it is a dark omen. It is more likely a herald of Sathmog. And to which to which is that the, the falcon goes surely not, it cannot be.
4: Sathmog? Would you enlighten
1: be... me of this
4: Sathmog?
1: Well Oh I um, well,
4: if it's not too much trouble, I mean, we could make tea. You have teacups here, that would be lovely.
1: Oh, yes, I could make tea. Um, hmm. you'll sit down, uh, and then begin grummaging through a pack to make tea. Well, the taller one, oh, very good. Sponging of go off them, yes, yes, give me your tea. Nose. <laughs> um, well. What can I tell you? Uh, Sathmog is, was a sort of a demon lord. Um, mm-hmm. Let me go back. So you all say that? <laughs> back, back, well, um, thousands of years ago, as the crow flies, I suppose, a vile demon named Sathmog came into our world. And uh, he has all demons. Attempted to proclaim himself ruler of a demonic realm on this world of the living. It supposedly lasted for centuries. Until, of course, he was overthrown by the young hero named Elodain. Who managed to summon an ancient dragon. And was charged with guarding the world against demonic influence. And he finally defeated the demon. Banished him somewhere to the outer realms. Never to return. They would believed believe that his corrupt worshippers still seek to find a way of bringing him back. And now that you've seen the dark night that is vanished. Perhaps now the time has come where he would A pity, just as the misty veil has now become
4: open. Well, let's hold not. Hope not. And I drink my teeth, my finger up, you know, like a proper person <laughs> does. And, uh, you know, I go, I say, I, I appreciate your, in, your input, of course. It's so, it's so nice to have civilized tea with someone.
1: She looks over at her friend Simplicity, who's making the tea, and who can't do class. She goes, well, oh, at least some of us are civilized. <laughs> well, so it's just the three of you. Four um, of you uh, 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 five. Four. Four. of you. The wolf, the melon, the dwarf, the halfling, and the human. More or less, more or less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. it seems to be the thing going on here.
4: Well, you know, there's others about doing things, you know, set to tasks, you know, how it goes.
1: <laughs> Her dog goes bouncing off over the hill.
4: That's mm-hmm. a lovely dog, by the way. What breed is that? Those eyes are so unique. Contentious. That's what breed it is.
1: Contemptious. <laughs> <laughs> and the name? No. Oh. She's, <laughs> oh. The other one goes, Gwen. Gwenny. Gwen. Come
4: here, Gwen. Does Gwen come back or keep going?
1: Just keeps going. Oh, shit. <laughs> was, uh, oh, those dogs.
4: Well, it's a lo- lovely breed of dog, this contemptuous dog you have.
1: Well, Safe, journey. Where are you headed again? Oh, Into yeah, he
4: the, the forest, into the woods. You know, we are adventurous, seeking adventure.
1: Thought, so wherever it abode. takes us, the road gold. Ah, and- uh, well, may you find fortune as opposed to death.
4: Oh, that is always the hope. I
1: thank you. Be and aware, if it is death is somewhere. The forest is <laughs> no place for the fainting heart. There are dark shield of shadows that grow under the boughs. Of that forest. Mm. Even the trees do not necessarily like the kind that walk. We'll have to keep
4: that in mind. I appreciate your time. Thank you for this lovely tea. Uh, the tea is, you know, and did you, you know, you can take some extra honey with you in case you have oh, Of course, of some. course. turnip's going to be extremely bitter. It'll add to my essence. Thank you. So which, where did the
3: dog run off to? Right to you. <laughs>
1: right <laughs> towards you. <laughs> I mean, you're
3: hiding. You're just <laughs> stop. Pisses help? on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> then I will try and make it a companion. Oh no! You're steal oh, the people's shit. dog.
2: <laughs> Stealing a
4: witch's dog. Oh my God! The evil eyes upon us. <laughs> I see you, woman. I see what you try to do. So put a hex upon you.
1: You're going to try to make it your companion.
4: Yes. Beast
3: companion? Uh, It's literally just... You uh, tell it
0: looks pretty. You buy it a drink. What do you do?
3: So it says you activate this ability to turn an animal, uh, not a monster, into your companion. This takes a stretch of time. You can only have one animal companion at a time. The GM decides which animals are nearby. See the list. The animal follows you as long as you remain in its natural environment, and it can scout for you at no additional willpower costs. For three additional willpower you can command the animal to attack an enemy. So you here, puppy. Here, puppy. Now, do I recognize that the dog like by its unusual eyes or build? By its or... unusual
1: eyes and <laughs> demeanour, you don't think it's a regular dog?
3: Presumably not. Which is why I want it.
1: <laughs> so gathering your Connection with nature, you reach out and try and bind it to you.
3: Mm. Does it seem friendly and receptive?
1: Its eyes go back, its eyes tend to slits, its tail goes under, growls. I just and see pop up and then like starts wagging its tail and dashes towards you and licks your face if you can get to it, or your hands, and then <laughs> runs down the hill away from you. <laughs>
3: Right then, well, I guess this is up. Right. So I stand up from the uh, the grass and start walking towards the rest of the party. Quite a friendly pup you've got there.
1: <laughs> that's all says. <I> <laughs> <ones is>. She's only <laughs> friendly when it suits her needs.
3: Maybe she's pot cat. Um, she's definitely pot bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so seeing seeing everyone else there, you know, Dane will come down. up There's like. Are you all going to have tea without
1: me? I mean, <laughs> oh, I figured. Tea there's more okay. Yes, she'll she'll sit there And you know, I mean, no one was. I mean, I guess you know the dwarf wasn't really paying attention to what she was doing um, as far as the pot, since he got interested But uh, yeah, she does have a pot that seems to be full of pouring warm tea in various teacups that she hands out to anyone who wants one.
3: Oh, none for me, thank you. Very well. Brown water, for you? Oh, that's yes, I... I a I've...
1: bowl, if that helps. Ooh,
0: I mean, you're you're speaking my language, but I still don't want tea.
2: Very well. Sure, I'll have a cup of tea. Here you go, my
6: dear.
1: Oh, thank you, that's very kind. I'm just loading the turnips. If you ever find yourself in Chatham, just come and look us up. It's just, I'm Simplicity, simplicity and that's Perpetua, and that's Gwynethier. I mean, well, whatever, Gwynethier. Ooh. She probably won't look like that.
3: <laughs> the shadow far is it?
1: Yes, yes. It's pretty. I mean, it's yes to the east. Far. Yes. Hmm. Oh, excellent.
3: And south. And they yes. often send uh, to that distance. They for for assistance in these parts. Do they? Oh,
1: if they if you know who to call. <laughs> yes. Always if call, you you call the best. Absolutely. You always call the best. The sisters will come. Oh, what,
2: um, b- what, what do you do, if I may ask, besides make lovely tea?
1: Help with childbirth. Oh, mind the business. <laughs> Those kind of <laughs> things. Wisdom, unless of course, <laughs> unless of course, it requires our business to be knowing what you're doing, and in which case, we're all about it. Oh, so you're, you're women wisdom. Well, well I and mean, the tall one goes to some
2: of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a respected, age-old profession.
1: But being a woman and old, knowing more than stupid men—that's not really a profession. It's just kind of living.
3: Hardly a challenge, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but we appreciate your admiration, nonetheless. So I'm going to make an annotation on my map of where they say this town is.
1: Yes. Um, so based on the map, you can. There is. You know. There's. It's. I can. I actually, do not have a map up? To
2: no, party. no, it's fine. I'll just make an All annotation right. on mine. All right. Um, why is there a large cur- a pound of turnips on Miserable Beast? I mean, it's it's eating them. Do you know that that <laughs> Yeah, he just it's, it's turns
1: eating. around and just starts pulling one out of the
2: bag and eating it. <laughs> but oh, close the bag. Do you know what donkeys do
3: when they if eat it, a
1: lot of turnips, it, right? It gives you this look like, you know, you
3: Ungrateful. give us material for the campfire it's fine if you Turn want coat. the
2: campfire to explode turnips give donkeys gas like ridiculous gas horrid gas
3: no worse than the rest of you lot well <laughs> what is that so
1: it's only Dane and Bain, and Banefire who have the tea yep then I guess actually probably Tarn uh, will definitely have tea as well Probably. But once you, once you finish your tea and they will uh, pack up, uh, she will give you, uh, Belo, a little bit, a small little crock of honey just for you. You know, here you go. Eat that with you, sir. Oh, It'll of be course. good. Of course, I will. If you don't want to put it on the turnip, you can put it on anything else that you want to eat, sweeten so up, take away the bitterness. Oh, I, I think do. she's coming on to you, Belo. They all do. They all do. Before you leave, might
2: I ask some directions?
1: Depends. Hmm. Well, I don't know. You're going to the Iron Woods, and you can pretty much go straight there. Well, you mean, have I... been quite coy with where you're going. So. Well, I,
2: I, I, I'm just looking at the map as where we are now. Here's, and I show them my map, and I, I, I he, it seems that we should be here, and I'll point to where I thought we should be, and then, uh, but those appear to be burial mounds, and according to my map, they're further west. Which burial mound are you looking for? Ooh, I, I'm not looking for a burial mound, but I see burial mounds, but according to my map, we should not be seeing them. So well, are we
1: lost? No. There are burial mounds here, and then there's some at the edge of the the edge of the Iron Forest. Oh. oh. It's, according to, it's according to your prestige, I believe, and how people's importance, depending on where their mounds were back during the Dragon Empire A Elidane. Oh. So you may have reached the mounds you needed, depending on which mound you're looking for. Well, I didn't say I was looking for a mound. I was just no, saying I don't did know.
2: I just I don't know where I am. <laughs> You're here, dear. Okay, thank you so much. That's very kind.
3: If they're and placed according to prestige, uh, what is the order, if I may ask? I think the more important ones are pointed were uh, further east. Mm. So, as you get further from essentially, or well, closer to the woods, you get lower down in importance.
1: No, higher importance, because you have several, like, independent sort of hidden sort of glades where your mound was raised. Is well um. Yes, yes. They're almost like little private, little, like, sort of, I don't know, forest mausoleums. It's very weird. Hmm. Fascinating. Fascinating. Hmm, I You that- want to be burned when I go. You will be burned even before you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: sure a scholar will be fascinated to uh, write down notes about this place.
1: I, I have been taking notes. Well, be safe. There are many dangers out there. Oh, and goblins out there, yes. Oh. I haven't seen them around very much, but apparently they are there. I thought they were all gone. It's the only reason we decided we go walking.
3: Yes, it it seems uh, unusual for two women such as yourselves to be unescorted in these uh, strange parts.
1: Well, she'll look down at the dog... We're not exactly unexcorted. Ah, I understand. Thank you. But it is not necessarily safe, no. But we have lived in the valley since it opened up. Knowing a few tricks and places to get tied out, who to avoid and who not to, it's
3: always been good. Would you have any uh, advice for some similar adventurers heading out to the west? Hmm.
1: Avoid the goblins. Oh, yes, yes, definitely that. Yes, definitely avoid the goblins. Yes, yes, of course, avoid Um, the goblins.
3: Hmm.
1: Yes, avoid the goblins. We killed some goblins. Be mindful of who you meet on the road. Some are not who they seem to be. Others are definitely who they are.
0: And once we ran into these two weird old ladies, oh.
1: scowled brains. And he goes, the, the, the tall one goes, you may know them. Well, I don't really know. I can't really say. Just be mindful who you meet. Some will be who they are, some will not.
2: Sounds like sound advice.
1: Yeah, that's just general. Don't go walking up to old ladies pushing carts unless you plan to buy the turnips. <laughs> yes.
4: That's old one, yes, yes. <laughs> Well, thank you. We'll have you go on your way.
1: Well, it's a pleasure meeting you, Baylor. Bainfire. I remember oh. that name says a tall one.
4: As you, I remember yours. your. Names? I will
1: try to remember all your names, like Brain, Reginald, right? Yes. <laughs> which you didn't tell her.
0: No, <laughs> mm-hmm. he, oh, wow. he not notice. He was, <laughs> okay.
4: What was her, which
3: what, name? What was her name? Uh, there mm. was Simplicity and Perpetua.
4: Yes. Yes. And Gwenny.
1: Perpetua. Petra was a tall one quit and simplicity was a small, was a shorter run. Okay,
3: and the dog was, and then the third
5: Gwini. witch is Gwenny.
3: All right, thank you. All right, be safe you. on your journey, ladies. You too. And
1: if you ever to head, head, you know, head towards Shatten, um, avoid the Deep Falls Barrow. You'll know it because you'll be at the nameless church, and then it's too late. Bit off we go. They move a bit faster since the cart of the bit the barrel is now mean empty. Nameless church. Okay. Hmm.
3: Chapel, well, well, lads, that wasn't at all ominous. I'm glad we had this little uh, interaction. I wanted some turnips. Tea nice. was good. You know, I suddenly... Oh, does anybody have a
4: fever? Just kidding.
2: <sighs> I am not walking behind the donkey.
1: That is probably the best. <laughs> <sighs> For the most part. But, you guys, um Continue on your on your journey forward. So based on where she pointed out, you are in the area. If you look, I don't know if I have a picture of the actual valley map for you guys. Let me see if I can pull that up for you real quick. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's been... Some DMs Just prepare true.
3: that, but... <laughs> some but DMs, those DMs are also a dick. Some DMs do.
2: <laughs> they don't have witches give us tea on the road either. <laughs> uh, they don't yeah, have witches give you tea well,
4: on the road. Some DMs have uh, you know rhino sized aliens Drive from the ceiling. No. But hey, you know I yeah. also thing.
0: give you a free donkey. But, That's true um,
1: let me see if I can find a way. To That's true. You did
0: send
5: it
3: to you guys. I can't. Well, I can't figure it out right a now. Free
0: farting
1: donkey. But we will. Um,
5: Turnips are good.
3: Maps are for chumps anyway. yes yeah, yeah. mind.
1: It's more abstract to yeah. yeah. But uh, you guys have... Basically, she's pointing to what on the map which appears to be just an area entering into what looks to be a series of burial mounds. You can see that on the map, the Iron Furnace is much further away with this ominous red tree sticking in the middle of it. But, you know, that would be further westward is what she's saying. You'd have to go to to find... Prestige Mounds, as far as what you were told, you guys are about maybe, like you said, they got another half day's travel, so probably through the mounds, when you get through them, you probably reach the edge of the Iron Forest.
5: Well, weren't we told that one of the burial mounds is the resting place of one of the pieces of the statue?
3: Ritter Ritter Mound, I think it was called? Yes. Yes,
1: That is what they they believed. And I told you, yes.
2: Yes. So uh, we should continue for days, uh, at least a day. But we should keep an eye out.
1: I
4: concur.
5: It's a deer for dinner.
4: Traveling for the
1: remainder of the day. Thankfully, there is no particular dangerous encounters.
3: Well, um, as we're walking, do we notice the trail leading south to the farm, or is there any? Is there not any such trail?
1: Um, when you guys go across, you know, go through, mm-hmm. and you—if you take you a point of looking for it—yes, yeah. you do see what appears to be like a, a woodman's trail that heads okay. southward, um, and. You know, if you crest the hills, you might even you know you can if you want to pursue it. It only t- it only add like maybe another. Oh, I'm I was quite mistaken. They aren't actually west; they're just south. I'm sorry. So they don't go any, they don't actually go west. They go directly south to go home. <laughs> okay. But um, but yeah, if you if you make some effort to leave mm-hmm. it to to, to to sort of look for it, it doesn't take long from following that woodcrafter's path before you see. It's like a small collection of farms
3: that are together. Okay. Um, and do they appear occupied? Like smoke yeah, rising. Is, through, okay, there's
1: smoke rising. You can even see someone outside who is currently uh, chopping wood. Apparently, you know, and so forth.
3: Uh, then I just move on. Yeah, they, I mean, they, <laughs> the only <laughs> one thing that's
1: notable is, unlike what you saw as far as like the town, the amount like some like some of the like unlike the farms you saw immediately outside of outskirts, the these sort of buildings seem to be almost like they're made of like half repurposed stone from somewhere. They obviously wouldn't be having stonecutters out here, but apparently they've probably taken ruins and repurpose them to make part of their homes mm-hmm. and a sort of small retaining wall of some sort. They can add some minor defense, but not really much. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, you do find that. But you guys can continue onward, and
3: if you so choose. Yes, sir. I think we should uh, continue onward now that we've verified part of their story and they're not going to come murder us in our sleep. I didn't say mm-hmm. that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> all right continuing on toward the burial mount yeah and once it
2: starts getting you know towards the end of the evening we'll look for a secure place to make camp
1: as the day passes on going from uh, afternoon into early evening the one thing you do notice is that is there is a mist that seems to gather near the mountains and around the, the tall standing stones and the, the menhirs here and there As you continue through this sort of, like, valley hill of burial mounts. Um, You'd probably want to give me... I'd probably... If you want to do a bushcraft roll to try and find a good place to camp out and so forth, that might be something that you... I can can assist somebody. I rolled a 4 of it at 12.
2: Okay, I'll bushcraft
1: the
5: shit out of that.
1: Okay. So, you're able to... It is... It is almost, I mean, the thing is, because one thing, you're, the thing uh, with you, Quiver Ring, is that you're used to finding something, some place, like, a place where you guys can just sort of, like, make a natural shelter out of. <laughs> but um, having to figure out a place where a tent can be, and where it can be relatively safe, and has, you know, added some difficulty, but with having Bane there to sort of, like, you know, sorry, Bane, good lord. Dane. Oh, my God. It's, it's <laughs> your you're Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to there. talk to you right
0: now You've <laughs> <laughs> so, so traveled to the burial mounds I was formed by them
1: <laughs> <laughs> So uh, having Dane there To point out the things that the tent might need You're able to find a location mm-hmm. That actually um, Sort of you know enough, Appears to be you know Kind of You know in what appears to have once been A collapsed sort of mound Almost appears to be the best sort of place that you can find. Mm. That it's you know that you can that that isn't quite so open that can somewhat defendable and can be watched from either a high point or within the camp and got for some defense.
5: Okay. So, so a place where the skeletons have already risen from
1: the earth.
6: Yeah. So basically, all it's right, like it right. sort
1: of fell in, and you have sort of almost like a little half crescent. But anyway, <laughs> you're able to set up your tent there and a fire that won't be seen from all directions by being sort of the sort of you know cohort. Um, as far as the game that you guys have seen, um, it has gotten a lot more plentiful, obviously, um, during the day, but come nightfall, it appears that they've moved, they will not linger near the mouse to great So probably some hunting will probably be necessary to pull something off to uh, see what you get from there. But that's... You know, I, will, I will definitely be hunting, good um, hunter.
2: We're setting up the tent. All right. I'll be
3: working on my hair. I got a nine for hunting.
4: I will
0: hunt. I got a six I will hunt, for boy. hunting.
4: <laughs> I roll a six, but my hunting's a four, so I fail. <laughs> I you managed to see. Yeah, you I six. found something. Yes. Oh, it's all right. You your your good search feeling. is
1: not nearly as successful as you would like it to be. Unfortunately, they're far enough away that they're not affected by your <laughs> hunting skill.
4: Oy. The fight
1: like rolled a demon. Maybe they would have caught nothing. Probably. <laughs> oh, so it it's a bit dangerous, <laughs> but but you already managed to catch a uh, a boar that was forging the forest with a quick some some work. You are able to uh, mm. to take it down uh, without incident to you. Uh, oh, uh,
3: that's two d six rations. That's
1: pretty damn mm-hmm. good. And after oh, wow. sort of working it and cutting that across the board, you're able to get at least six days' rations from it. Wow.
0: Nice. Meats back on the menu.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, added to the, the rabbit, you have now probably um, about eight days' rations mm. among you for at least eight days. Worth eight of days' for, oh, yeah. Eight, eight rations for, yeah, for one day's, you know, eight one-day rations. Uh, for all of us or each of us? For, for all of you. For all so, of us.
3: Yes. Us. Okay. So we so should f- go through our regular rations as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, we'll have to like salt this or something so it'll last that long. I don't know. We don't have any
1: kind of. Not a smoking is what you're going to have to yeah. do or something or air drying. So just, it's kind of a little sort offensive. we have mm-hmm. to make it last long. Um, which, you know, you guys could.
3: We could smoke it over the smoke night.
1: It. Smoke it overnight and hopefully will take care of most of it for you.
3: Puff, puff,
0: Yeah, i sure that snow won't attract anything weird.
1: To that end, I will take the
2: midnight watch. I'll take the first watch again. I'll take the morning watch.
1: Mm. Okay.
4: I'll sleep. Yeah, I'll oh. sleep.
3: Have nightmares about a horse. Oh, Baylor's having that sex dream again.
1: So, the night passes by. Uh, there are a couple of... Obviously, scavengers which are not willing to come any closer uh, to your camp at the night, but none choose to intrude uh, upon your location. Um, why don't each of you roll me a six-sided die? A like six, all of us are just the ones on
6: watch. Yeah. All of you. All right. Six oh
4: sides.
3: One
0: right. dose for me.
3: I got a three. Uh, But you hold up your Lego hand and show us. Three for me. There you go. I have a six. (laughs)
2: Three for me.
1: So it is... Brain.
6: Of course.
1: Well? Suddenly you look out over strange turrets and towers... And horn like spires. And for a large city, something comes flying straight at you, huge and menacing. It is a dragon, flying towards you at great speed, ridden by a knight in golden plate armor with a great horned helmet. it yeah. seems familiar. I oh, will resist fear. Erebane.
0: It was mm, really good.
1: <laughs> I figured they would be.
0: Ooh, but I still failed. Uh, I have a f- 14 will. I rolled a 19. Hmm. Hmm.
1: And you are overcome with fear. Roll me a 1d8. Hmm. I don't like that.
3: Mm. Five. All of you who are not on watch, awakened by a scream of horror.
4: Throw some water on it.
1: Everyone, give me a will roll to resist fear. Oh my! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> will roll. Since this is scream. that's come out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of your oh, camp. Oh
2: jeez, yeah. It just—it's just a straight roll against yeah. our will. Our will stat. I made that yes. easy. Yeah. yeah, just
3: a will roll. Straight roll with your stat. I, I did it. not. I did not pass it. Same. It's super easy when you roll a D6 first. <laughs> yes. But uh, shit, where's your? But I passed with a D20 as well. <laughs> oh.
2: If
1: you fail, uh, just roll. Give me
3: one I, D8. Uh,
2: I passed a one D8. Yes.
1: Okay. Four. Okay. You are just woken up, shaken, and you begin hyperventilating and panting, and. The intense fear leaves you out of breath, making you exhausted.
0: Do I mark scared or something on my will roll? On my will stat?
1: Actually, the oddest the thing is, with that result from the fear, you just scream in horror. You just cause other players yeah, to go okay. out to
0: make a roll. Oh, okay.
1: You're fine. It's, yeah. it's you know, it's... it's I, I got poor, it all out of me. I'm,
3: I'm good now. It's I'm poor dangerous now exhausted. You got it all over the floor, too. <laughs> There's only, it's only
1: poor Jane who's now exhausted. Um,
2: well, it was going to be a good
1: night. Uh, you will need about a shift of rest to recover from that condition. <laughs> but yes, it was a sudden and horrible, that piercing sort of howl that breaks the night and shatters the camp. And oh my God, someone else is. Oh, she's fine.
3: Okay. Whose uh, shift on watch was that? Um,
5: brains or oh no, it doesn't. No, it's just no, you didn't say what time of the night it happened, just that it happened to brain. Yeah, it
1: just happened to brain. It just as far as what time of night, we'll just say it's the uh, the uh, late night, the middle of the night watch.
5: All right, I guess I'll start my watch then.
3: Well, I was just saying, I I look around (laughs) to make sure nothing was attracted by that before I shift hand over the watch to uh, quiver wing. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Do you much? get a quick survey of your area? You can. Yes. Uh, there's nothing immediate that you see that has been attracted to the scream. You probably think that maybe some things have fled, oh. <laughs> but uh, nothing has been attracted. And covering, um, you start your your watch. Mm-hmm. You said there was a place that we could watch from on high. Yeah, the top of the, yeah. un- the part of the hill that was uncollapsed. You could watch from okay. there. Oh, so oh, I won't ahead. have
2: enough time in the rest of the night to um, to. Sleep off yeah, the exhaustion. It's one more
1: shift. Yeah, it's one more shift. You should be oh, able okay. To All that.
2: right, I'll, I will try to get back to bed.
1: That's why you asked. I think it was, important. <laughs> and you go ready to go back to bed with a blood curdling scream of a dog being squashed by a you know a sledgehammer or something. Dog
3: being <laughs> <is> squashed. <laughs> He's probably chasing wagons again. So Dane, uh, Dane is right.
2: obviously shaken and can't is having trouble going back to bed. And for anybody who who is in the tent and might still be awake, you see him like take out a little vial and take like a a drop out of the vial, put it back in, and just
1: thunk out. What was the... Oh.
4: Hmm. Oh, it's some good stuff he had. Lactar it.
1: heroin. I don't know. It's, no, probably. it's a tap-tar.
6: Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tap-tar. <laughs> Roll here.
1: dabble do you? dabble do you? So, um, the night passes, and the glorious dawn rises, her rosy fingers cresting over the hill. Greeting all of you. So, your watch ends with that incident. Um, and you are now in the, you know, basically, you should probably be within less than a few hours, if not a couple of, couple of not, not very far from where your target area is. So, oh. I guess you can break camp and so forth. Do you share what you saw, Bane?
0: Yeah, I, I had this crazy dream. I, uh, oh, it was, uh, I don't know. It was weird. I saw a dragon. You ever had a dream where you saw a dragon before? That was, uh, that can't be good, I right?
2: I, I was having a dream and I almost had to change my small clothes because of the scream you let out. So,
0: oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I did
1: that. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Yes. I don't know what that is. Yes, means. you did. Don't dream of dragons ever again. Yeah, if you can avoid it, please do. Ever.
0: That was scary. It was no, nope, ever, ever, ever. There was, like a, there was, like, a guy on the dragon, too, mm-hmm. and, oh, it was...
4: Well, what was the dragon was gonna, doing?
0: Uh I think it was going to eat me.
4: Oh, like, you're speaking intimately, eat you, or, like, eat you, eat you?
1: No, like food. I
4: oh, okay.
1: How does that even come into your mind?
0: I, ask
3: him no questions. Okay. It's for the best. Okay, yes. I mean, I'm not,
0: right. it's not like I'm a I'm a donkey. I mean, like, donkeys and dragons, that's, you know, that's a thing, But but... I uh,
4: heard that okay. before, yes.
1: So at that point, pretty much, that you know, miserable beast just
4: farts. He actually oh.
1: came over farther than goes off to graze somewhere.
4: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, you spend a you know a good portion of the morning just breaking down camp, you know, storing the, uh, the smoked boar that you put in, put out, and getting it stuffed along with the uh, turnips, I guess. So you have a—I forgot about the turnips provisions. I guess I should roll over on that. Um, that'll give you five days of revisions from, of just turnips. <laughs> you want to go that way. Well, you could probably mix some. I mean,
5: you could do yeah, your, I mean, you know, we're not, turnips and boar stew. Yeah. Between excited. the two, we, yeah, we're not <laughs> starving.
3: We're just 13. Two, two yeah. weeks of food. Two weeks of food.
1: But once you've got, you know, the Miserable Beast packed up and your camp broken down and everything— um, on the, end,
2: on the end of the ten foot pole, I put a turnip.
1: Just so sure keep I, so, walking. So, the,
2: so so the, so miserable beast is looking at the turnip at the end of the pole that's sticking out in front of him.
1: It starts off like a nice, a good idea, but he keeps trying to move towards trees to whack the pole, is try and break it so <laughs> he can get the turnip. <laughs> so. And after a while you just have to take the pole down because he's not actually following he wants to get to it, but doesn't seem to want to follow it. He'll just (laughs) knock it off or something.
3: The donkey seems to be appropriate for your order there, my friend.
2: He's uh He's he's smarter than the average donkey. (laughs) Uh, Gassier too.
1: Yes, gassier today.
3: Again, fairly appropriate for your order, I feel.
1: But um, It doesn't take you long after doing once you reach this side of the sort of called the field of burial mounds, to see that there are literally, there are a number of what appears to be sort of like glades that at one time possibly held mounds, but mm. much like the one you were in, most of them have collapsed, or there's just a dip, just a big hole, and then a series of trees around it. And then eventually you'll find one. You break out, there appears to be a large rising mound with standing stones in a circle that seems unbroken that you come to.
3: Mm. Does this one seem uh, more, more or less more ornate than the other ones around?
1: Not in the sense that it's more ornate. It's just that the hill is crowned with standing stones which appear to be in good order as far as none of them have fallen or broken. Yes. And it's in the, and it's in a more forest so you had to go a little further in the forest to find it. You saw it rising up but when you had to go in the forest and go through it so it appears to be in the middle of this little small glade. And it's strangely quiet. And you notice the faint Ominous odor of the putrid stench of rotting vegetables. Well, it's the, it's actually the donkey.
2: We, we we have been traveling with a stench of rotting uh.
3: <laughs> So I will go upwind and uh, scout out around this uh, this okay. lead.
2: I'll have my I'll have my bow ready and I'll be uh, be approaching All cautiously. Right.
3: So you can approach it. Hmm. You approach it consciously.
1: That's no no particular problem. So basically, the glade you know is not very. And basically, it's it's pretty much rises up. And this, it's basically mostly an you know, open area, but rises up this large hill with a series of standing stones. Those are those stones you see in the picture are kind of like just a representation, but not. They're much more orderly than that. Is one thing I want to definitely say, <laughs> for starters, yeah. is uh, they're much orderly than uh, than that as far as the, uh, as far as the way the mound looks.
0: So if this is the place, I uh, do you guys go up just, the hill
1: or just circle a mountain or sort of circle the hill or what?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll grab a i'll grab one of the ten foot poles and I'll start poking around the the base of the mound to see if there's like a way.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll start okay. going up looking for inscriptions, writing pictographs, any sort of indicator. Okay.
1: So, from the bottom of the mound, there does not appear... to you, don't, you, keep, you can just give me some actual, just sort of... I guess if you want to, you know, uh, search hidden, you can do that. But there's no obvious interest that you can see from the bottom of the mound. You move up to the top of the mound. No. Mm-hmm. Is that correct, uh, yes. Dane? Um, there is... It, it, it is fairly clear that it can be seen... Uh, footprints in the grass in the hill and um some uh, there's the odor of like droppings and excrement.
2: Is it going towards or are the are the footprints going towards or coming from?
1: Uh why don't you give me a bushcraft roll? All
2: right. I'm gonna roll a different die since I've failed twice mm. already on that one. Three. So, uh, yes, I pass.
1: Okay. It appears that the footprints uh, you're able to identify, uh, some appear to be some sort of small humanoids, and others appear to be, like, maybe a large wolf or something. But there is definitely, like, wolf, and you probably got goblin excrement droppings in small Uh piles all over the place around here. Like, and they they came and left. They came in, and they, they could have gone or into the, up the hill and down, and you also notice a large stone slab. It is square-shaped, and, 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 and it's, it's square-shaped. Um, it is about or six by six for those mm-hmm. using imperial measurements at home, and that is embedded
3: in the hill, on top of the hill. <laughs> for the Americans, that's 0.5 orcas. Yeah, 0.5 orcas, or two <laughs> kind mm. of um, yeah, it,
1: has so, so. Been, it is I mean, obvious. I mean, I, X, X3 freedoms. It's, it's obvious to you that it's yeah. been slightly moved, from its original position, there's a small gap that you can see that there's some sort of cavity beneath it in some way.
2: Ha, ha, so looking in the other side, does it look like it's been moved, the, like, oh, has it been moved over the grass and then moved back? Or Yes. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll call the others. I'll call the others up.
1: Should you tell them to mind the poop? No. Okay. Son of a bitch! Oh, you bastard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Karen will head up the hill, and you, you know why? It, didn't, it slipped my mind.
1: I know you freaking. <laughs> m- just, uh, what is that? Oh God! Oh God! Don't don't tell me! She just starts. Oh. It's either goblin
2: or direwolf. Oh, a goblin and direwolf.
5: A goblin that ate a direwolf. That or vice like,
3: versa. Can I tell by the volume of pooping tracks about how many have frequented this place?
1: Um, not exactly, no. They didn't. They constantly they constantly ran over one another and stopped. Um, the pooping seems a bit weird, but it's, almost, it's, not, it's not like, well, you don't really, I mean, you hope that goblins poop in the same place if they're going to camp, but it doesn't
2: look like that's what happened here. It seems like they've moved the, the capstone and gone in, or moved the capstone and moved it back.
3: Some. I was more looking for numbers. Mm. Mm. Somewhere between two and
1: eighty. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you assume like a group of like maybe like uh, probably around about somewhere about you know eight to ten goblins, and maybe only a couple of like maybe only one or two wolves.
0: Yeah, I feel the need to cover the area with my scent. <laughs>
1: Do you just peeing, or do you want to take a crap here too?
0: Uh, I don't have to poop right now, but, okay, but cool. if I if I had if I if I could poop, I would. But I, I'm just gonna pee.
1: You do understand that wolf ones are pretty much humanoids. So you're just gonna you're gonna stand up and just pee there, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Walking around in circles.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, like, I'm gonna pee on all the. I'm gonna pee as much pee on the poop as much as the poop as I can.
1: Okay, It's quite a. Well, that's what you'll be doing for a little bit. <laughs> The rest of you are gathered around this. This storm. is why we can't take him dancing.
0: We just can't.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: An excellent dancer.
0: Mm.
2: Down, the rest
3: of yeah. us. Uh, does the capstone looks like it has been moved and put back into place? Yes.
2: Now, to me, it's weird that goblins would put the capstone back into place. It's not a thing. They're usually breakers, not mm-hmm. fixers.
4: These are, these how are, are how recent hard the capstone is capstone on there? Is it, yeah. is it like placed on there, or is it like, like firmly settled, like hard? Like would it be tough to move it?
1: You don't suspect it would be tough to move. It's just enough force applied. You guys can pry it up and just slide it over.
3: Okay.
1: And when you look, there I clear mean,
3: marks where it had been slid before?
1: clear marks where it's been slid before. I mean, one thing you can tell, um, Baylor, is that it's obviously been pulled up and then put up here. So that's why it's not even down its lockability. It's just sort of pushed into place. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Well, I mean, this is where this is what we came to, where we came to go. Whether or not everything is inside.
4: All right, you guys well, move it. I'll prepare to, myself.
3: Why should not the blacksmith help move the heavy object?
1: I, I cannot help.
3: I don't want to reopen my wounds.
1: My nails? Yes, that's true. Um, <laughs> I don't want her to reopen her wounds. I can help.
4: Do you? Do you by the way, I do you need me to bring?
1: <laughs> really? I haven't done your bandage check that night. You know she should be fine.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> if she okay. wants
1: to help, she could. She won't reopen her wombs. They have pretty much closed, but she does say <laughs> that anyway. I don't want to reopen my wombs. Perhaps I can do a good working song.
3: <laughs> I'll help too. I'm pretty strong.
2: Okay. I'll, have a, I'll have an arrow ready. Knocked and ready.
3: I okay. also will have an arrow ready. Okay. And Just in tips.
1: case you can't get over
3: it. Yes. And
1: Then, <laughs> with... A collective effort, the stone is moved aside. Open to a deep, it below. Underneath, there appears to be a shaft that opens once the stone is removed. Into darkness, there is no discernible bottom. There's the smell of stale air, which some of you will know to be the smell of dried up corpses rising from the deep. Ten foot
5: pole deep? I like my
6: glow. can
1: say <laughs> how deep this is.
3: Dead things, very dangerous. You go first.
1: You go first. <laughs> mm. But you can see nothing but darkness blue. So I will uh, light a torch. Oh, that's an idea. That's and I will oh.
4: begin and toss uh, it down into see
1: where it goes. Using your flint and Steel. Yes, and I will. You, of course, that's what you I you had. You light your torch, and you cast it down into the abyss.
4: Indiana Jones style. Oh, okay, you do need to roll that. Snakes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it shops. Five meters down. or landing in the floor below. In a sea of bodies. No, I
4: just, uh, so then... Uh,
1: You can, from there, you can see it leads down to what appears to be some sort of vaulted chamber that you were at the top of. And maybe it can make out a doorway barely, somewhere on the north part. How how wide is the hole? The hole is, uh, two by two meters, so six by six.
4: I'm I'm making my way down.
5: And that's about 15 feet drop. That's, that's a good, good place for the, uh, for the 10 foot poles. So you can support the rope so that it's over the center of the hole.
3: Yeah, is it, were there stairs or just a uh, drop? No, just a drop. I was just going to say Ooh. that for Baylor's sake, who just wanted to start going down. Does anybody so have a,
0: <laughs> Does anybody have rope? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't have any rope. I just I, fall.
3: I, <laughs> I, I, I do have a length I mean, of. You rope you can
1: you can try and climb down, you know, and sort of hang and then fall. Well, if we have you a rope, know. let's use the rope. Yeah.
3: You can use the, the tent poles as a brace and the, the hemp rope to dangle down. I mean, this rocks.
1: Okay, so why don't the love you give me an acrobatics roll at, with a a boon since you're using a rope Ooh, with a boon um, acrobatics.
5: With I wings. am gonna. I, am,
3: I? can I can I
1: I failed
5: them both, but not badly.
3: You have wings, man.
5: Oh really? Yeah, but I can't. I can't fly. So can, can you glide?
3: Nope, you can I just swim. Mean, mm-hmm. 10. I can swim we
2: really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if you don't, if you don't have it, is it just default off a of strength? So that's
3: a three After, uh, uh, agility. Agility, no. but is okay. that, It's and a just, nineteen. Oh, thank no, God for
0: the. Uh, no, it's still a skill roll. So it is base. Yeah, you still have to do the. Uh, you the, do your base. You
1: don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you have to look look up what your base is. Yeah. So what's what's your agility? So, yeah, um, so,
2: uh, unless I'm gonna. Sp- I can spend three willpower points and use, and use uh, adaptive. You better try some convincing.
1: Come on, convince me.
2: Using, uh, using bushcraft, uh, you know, I've used ropes for trapping and for fishing and what have you. Um, and I was trying to f- find a way to attach, attach the rope to miserable beast and then command it to walk, uh, walk towards me and lower me down.
3: Well, the rest of us use the rope head dangling off the tent poles.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, um, everyone else made it? I Who made did it. not? Yes. I did not make it. Okay, so for you, uh, uh, Tim, I I'll get to your damage in a second.
5: A- so, um, this is an acrobatics, not an agility roll, right?
1: Yeah, it's, that's what I was kind of really okay. surprised by. Okay. So. There is an S-like right.
2: skill. All right, miserable beast. All right. Come towards the turnip. And I'll have the turnip on the ground, and it's going to walk towards it. And I'm attached to the rope, and he's got the he's got the, he's got the length of the rope. He's further away. As he walks, he's going to lower me. And
5: so then he uh, comes right down on top of you. Yeah, me so you roll.
1: Roll. Yeah, oh, yeah. Roll,
5: for, <laughs> roll
3: for ordinary.
1: I failed anyway. Okay, so here's <laughs> kind of what happens. He holds up the turnip, and he goes sideways <laughs> down the hill and starts grazing the And then comes back towards the hill, the hole, and looks in the hole. As he watches the others go down. <laughs> and I, I slip and fall. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> so, um, it's... Oh, goodness, that's... Okay, we'll take off. I rolled a 19. Uh, each of you takes six points of damage from the fall. Ouch. Oh. A fall that would have killed some of us. But anyway... <laughs> uh
2: that's oh wow okay I don't have a lot of hit points left all right okay
0: nobody ever took t- shot a climb
1: Jeez. is that really that mate let me just double check that damage guys I just think it's it's a lot of fucking damage
5: it's a lot of fucking damage well I mean are you assuming that we fell from the top I'll catch
1: you um well I take off that's acrobatics uh no I'm sorry that was too much damage hold on too much damage. Whoa. That, was, that was too many dice roll. Too many dice. So I'll take off two. So four points of damage. Okay. Okay. So,
2: All right. So yeah.
1: Because you 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 take half the damage equal to the height of the fallen dice. Half damage. So basically, for oh. five feet, you take, I'll, you know, rounding down, it would be two two die of damage. Two, what, d6? No, armor two doesn't d6, help, though.
0: right? For
2: fall no, damage.
1: But armor? Wow. You know, <laughs> so, after your great entrance, you are in a dome-shaped chamber with a uh, floor of beaten earth with mostly darkness surrounding you, but the light of the single torch and then there later a lantern being lit. Um, and a second lantern. In the second lantern. You can see a pair of, a set of oak doors set with iron fittings to the north. A silver symbol is a crossed. Both doors, which is flanked by two statues of knights in antique armor. And we will stop there.
6: Hi, this is Matt, the co host of the Advanced Age Role Playing Gamers Podcast and you've been listening to our latest actual play, Mirth, Magic, and Mayhem, using the Dragonbane TTRPG from free League Publishing, based on the classic Swedish role-playing game, Drakkar Demoner. If you like what you hear, please follow, like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel and anywhere else you find podcasts. We also really appreciate feedback and chatting with folks, so feel free to tweet us, comment on our YouTube or leave us a review so we can reach even more people. You can also visit our website at www.theaarpgs.com where you can read more about the cast, listen to old episodes and even shop our store for cool geek chic merchandise. This story features Malcolm and Nathan as co-GMs. Malcolm will also be playing the role of Karin, a halfling bard. Nathan will be playing the role of Brains, a wolfkin thief. Our players for this story are Tyr as Dane Ringsun, a human scholar. Sean as Baylor Banefire, a dwarven smith. Chris as Sigyn, an elven huntress. Anthony as Corgan Stonehammer, a halfling fighter. And Tim as Quiver Ring, the Mallard Mage Character artwork created by nemesis to Anthony Kupo and friend of the show, Jody P. Schaefer whose work you may recognize from Metacoplex Marikari, Megas XLR, and MTV's Downtown. Contact him when the time is right. You'll know how and when. Music, licensed through Dark Fantasy Studios and SoundCube Sound FX by Nathan Using Croto's Weaponizer, Studio, and Dehumanizer, using libraries from Boom Library, SoundCube, Croto's, and his own recordings. So thank you again for taking time to sit down with us at our gaming table. And until next time, remember: you're never too old to roll.
4: By the way, I am. Uh, I will I will get uh, better dates when I come down. So maybe we can get together. Some of us can get together. Okay, okay. Down. You're going on right. dates
0: when you come down? Yeah, man.
4: Speed dating.
0: You know, because of,
4: cause of the Democrats, you know, me, You know, I got to form a uh, relationship. And, you know, I got to learn. Ma- they, yeah, he,
3: you know, he, he's required to be gay married now. Yeah, I, We all are.
4: <laughs> if you're not already. Another video? Malcolm was ahead of the curve on that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, trendsetter. I, you know, I just wanted to not be left out this time. Good, good,
4: good. <laughs> Wait,
2: good, 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 good way to cut the fucking middleman out, too. Uh, you, saved, to you saved yourself thousands.
4: Uh, there's a whole industry around
3: it. It's fucking ridiculous. There's things with cakes i got to figure out. <laughs> oh, so many cakes. It's nature. Some Ooh. people's Ooh. wives listen to this show. <laughs> 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 listen, not my mine. wife.
2: Not mine, (laughs) other
3: people's. My
4: wife's starting to, uh, once it's going to start listening, I'm like, man, I'm in trouble.
2: (laughs) Bree started started listening uh, a few weeks ago.
4: What'd she she start with?
2: Uh, She started with Twilight 2000.
4: That's good. Old school. You build it from there. (laughs) It's a good place to start. Yeah. Anywho,
6: (laughs) yeah, so might as well get started.